0: coronavirus insanity it's somehow getting worse in some parts of the country we have that tonight we have dome and dumber and we have an apology from me just kidding you'll have to wait and see you know what a pogrom is or pogrom. I've I've heard it said a million different ways. I'm just going to call it probably both of them tonight, but pogrom. Pogrom. Let's go with pogrom. A lot of people won't know what it is. If you're Jewish and you're watching this, you definitely know what it is. But allow me to explain. Jews have for a long time suffered persecution in the world. And I mean, historically, I'm not even talking about Holocaust. Forget that out of your mind. Pre-Holocaust, jews have been treated poorly in many places pretty much all the places where they've ended up and in russia in eastern europe and other places but this was the main problem they started this thing called pogroms and they're well pretty much the worst thing you can possibly imagine what is it well, the Jews would gather in their own parts of town, you know, minority groups in any place in the history of the world, they generally tend to gather together for safety and familiarity and prosperity. And so there's a Jewish part of town, the same way you have an Italian part of town, black part of town, everyone knows with these parts of town. And we're talking 1800s here, 19, early 1900s. And the Jews would gather in a city, pick your city, Odessa, whatever, pick your city. And then occasionally, and I don't mean every now and then, there were, I mean, gosh, there were probably thousands of these pogroms. Occasionally at night, large groups of people, not Jews, would gather and they would essentially raid the Jewish part of town. They would kill tons and tons of Jews. They would assault the women terribly. It's a family show. I'm not going to go into it. They would kill children, lots of them they would display the bodies they would loot the homes they would bur- it was just it was just the worst thing you can possibly imagine a raid basically a horrible horrible raid where they loot and pillage and plunder that's a pogrom now the reason i'm bringing this up to you now before we get into all the joe biden vaccinated covid insanity all this stuff the reason i'm bringing this up to you now is not what actually happened during the pogrom it's what led up to the pogrom you see The reason these things sparked off lots of the time was the leaders in a country or specific area, maybe it's a czar, maybe it's just essentially a governor of that area or a mayor of the town, they would do these things, inspire these things whenever they got in political trouble for something else. Let's say you're a governor, you're a governor of a little area. And let's say you have mismanaged something, or maybe just that's the way the chips fell, and all of a sudden there's a little bit of a famine in your area, and you have people going hungry in your area, and these people start to get angry because people start to get angry when they start to get hungry. When they start to not be able to afford the things they need to survive, that creates a level of anger. And so these governors, because they were trash, just like our politicians, they wouldn't look around and say to themselves, how can we get these hungry people food? They would look around and say to themselves, how can we redirect this anger towards someone else? And so they would blame the Jews for whatever problem arose. It was always somehow a problem of the Jews and they would inspire these pogroms. Divisive political language where you take a segment of your population and you tell the rest of the population, hey guys, hey, It's their fault. See that dirty minority group? Get them, it's their fault. That's evil. That is an evil way to do politics, but it's not a new way. This has happened throughout history. It's responsible for more death and misery than, well, you or I even want to imagine. And so with that, allow me to introduce you to the president of the United States of America. For unvaccinated, we are looking at a winter of severe illness and death for unvaccinated. For themselves, their families, and the hospitals, they'll soon overwhelm. That's evil. You know I, I don't say everything Joe Biden says is evil. We laugh a lot. And we even talk about how his wife is a horrible person for allowing him to continue with dementia and whatever the case may be. For a president to sit down and speak in that way to a segment of his own population it is evil and it is wrong and let's also keep in mind why is he saying it where's this coming from it's at the end of the world oh my goodness are we all dying he's saying it in response to omicron spreading across america the new coronavirus variant the mild one that has killed maybe one person on the entire planet the variant that's was discovered in south africa and that well was discovered in africa and the south african doctor who discovered it went on videotape right after discovering it and said uh not a big deal i don't i don't understand why everyone's freaking out it's very mild it's mild cold basically no one even goes to the hospital for it and yet the president of the united states stood up and started blasting the unvaccinated now why why would he do that well that's nothing to do with coronavirus in case you're wondering Remember those pogroms? He did that because he's in political trouble, bad political trouble. His approval numbers are as low as I've ever seen from a president at this point in time. He is trusted on nothing. We're reaching the point of loathing on virtually everything, the economy, foreign policy, coronavirus, you name it, people are angry at Joe Biden. But just like all those other evil leaders in the past, Joe Biden didn't sit down and think... How can I reduce inflation? What can we do about securing the border? I feel bad about Afghanistan. How do we fix that? What Joe Biden sat down and said, how can we redirect this anger? How can we redirect this anger towards American citizens, towards that dirty minority population and get everybody mad at them? These tactics have been used from the beginning and they're evil. And nobody wants to speak the truth anymore. Nobody does. I mean, you might, but the, the leaders of our cultural institutions, they all lie, and they just lie breathlessly. Here's Dr. Fauci talking about masks.
1: Are we going to get to the point where we won't have to wear masks on airplanes? I don't think so. I think when you're dealing with a closed space, even though the filtration is good, that you want to go that extra step.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. Wear masks forever? It, it's time to have another hard talk, another hard truth. Masks don't do anything. And that's not me saying that because I think I'm some scientist or doctor. Or I don't need any more evidence than what I've seen in front of me. Why were people not dying in droves in places like Florida and Texas when they began to open up pre-vaccine, pre-vaccine? I was there. I took a vacation to Florida. Full bars, full restaurants, full everything, everyone walking around without a mask. If the mask was saving people, why didn't they start dying? Why was there never a spike? Don't you remember when they started having full college football games and Dr. Fauci went on TV and said, Oh man, super spreader, everyone's gonna die. And then no one died and he said, Well, uh, wait a couple weeks, there's a lag. Sometimes there's a lag. And then nobody died, and he said, oh, I mean, who knows? I, I'm sorry. I know this is hard to accept, especially after a relentless propaganda campaign for two years. That stupid mask you wear on your face doesn't do anything. And that mask you put on your kid? It's child abuse. I know you mean, well, that's child abuse. Take the mask off your freaking kid. He's fine. I, I mean, look, even... Even corporate America, Southwest Airlines CEO had to speak in front of Congress. Even corporate America kind of has to sheepishly say at this point in time, I mean, they don't really do anything. I think the case uh, is very strong that uh, masks don't add much, if anything, uh, in the uh, air cabin environment. It's very safe and very high quality compared to uh, uh, any other indoor setting. First of all, that's a lie. Now, the, air, the flight itself may be safe. And yes, the masks don't do anything against coronavirus. But those airlines are a Petri dish. All right, never mind. Forget about that. But let's remember. Let's remember how tyrannical these people are. It's not just that they're liars. It's not just that they're scapegoating this group of people, this minority group. It's that they want control. They want power. They are perfectly fine now saying publicly that they want to force you to do things
1: mandates that's a radioactive word requirements people seem to respond better to that they work so if people still do not want to get vaccinated
0: sometimes you have to for the common good make requirements common good Let's not say mandate. People don't like that. Let's just call it requirements. Either way, do what I say. Look, Bill de Blasio, obviously I hate his guts and his stupid old face, but at least he says the quiet part out loud all the time. Human beings are pretty predictable. If you say your paycheck depends on it or your ability to enjoy life and go do the things you want to do, people will make the practical decision overwhelmingly and they'll go get vaccinated. But we aren't pushing hard enough. we got to go farther. I just want to make sure you heard that right. Do what I say or I'll take away your paycheck and your ability to enjoy life. That's something an American politician feels totally comfortable saying now on television. By the grace of God, it was on CNN, so no one was watching, but that's that's a lot. And they're so out of touch. Remember the three things? You're already rolling your eyes. Don't roll your eyes. Remember the three things all of our cultural leaders have in common? One... No love of country, oftentimes hatred of country. Two, completely out of touch, totally disconnected from reality and how real people live. They live in a bubble. And three, they want to rule over you. Let's focus on two here for a second. Completely out of touch, disconnected from reality. Here's New York Governor Kathy Hochul defending her mask mandate.
2: We think this will avert more people getting sick, and that's a good news story. And we do hope that everyone really comes around and realizes this is a simple... Very minor uh, intrusion, if you
0: will. If it's that, even that. All the children in the state have been wearing masks since the beginning. It's not
2: that big a deal. It's
0: a minor intrusion. Just put this cloth over your face all day. It's not that big of a deal. You've been doing it for two years. It's not that big of a deal. Stop whining, kids. Completely disconnected from reality and how real people live. Completely disconnected from the fact that the mental health of children in this nation is cratering specifically because of this COVID insanity for a disease that doesn't even affect kids. It's nutso. How nuts is it? Well, can't tell you who he is, but this is a personal connection. There's a dude in Long Island. We'll call him a friend of the show, friend of the show. There's a friend of the show, lives in Long Island, walks into Costco, they tell him to wear a mask, They hand him a mask, he throws the mask away. Doesn't put it on, okay. Goes in, buys his stuff, his 10-gallon thing of peanut butter and eight eight million rolls of toilet paper, I'm sure. Checks out, he does the self-checkout thing. Remember self-checkout where you walk up and you just scan your items and bag your items and they have the little camera there at self-checkout making sure you're not scamming anything and whatnot. Yeah, they took the picture of him at self-checkout They looked up his address, and they mailed him this letter threatening to revoke his membership. How creepy in Orwellian has this entire thing begun, or entire thing gotten? This is insane. And let's not forget, you thought that was bad? Governor Hochul? Kathy Hochul? There's a bill on the table right now that would allow her to detain people if they deem to be a public health threat and detain them indefinitely. Oh, yes, that's not happening in communist China. That's in one of the most powerful states in the United States of America. There's a bill heading to the governor's desk that will allow her to show up to your home, throw the handcuffs on you, and cart you away to some government prison because the governor decided you were a public health threat? Frightening absolutely frightening. How long have I been telling you to get out of the blue states? Remember, it's not just where they are now. It's where they're going. I had an idea today. I'm not a writer, so I'm not doing this. But if there's some writer out there watching right now, it would be fascinating. Do a big piece. Do a big write-up. I'll have you on if you do this. Do a big write-up and go interview a few people from red areas about, it doesn't have to be political, just how they've lived their lives for the last two years. And then go interview people from blue areas about how they've lived their lives for the last two years. We are living already in two Americas and the blue one is getting frightening. Now, we have to finish with this. And this is not gonna be fun. And this will probably actually hurt to hear. But I think we have to continue to have honest conversations or we're never, ever, ever going to get ahead of the communists. Donald Trump did an interview this weekend. This is what he had to say about why he didn't fire Fauci.
2: Should you have fired Fauci? So a lot of people asked me that question, and I did it right. Because if you do fire him, you're going to have a firestorm on the left again, as usual. I think I did the right thing because We would have had a firestorm. Less of a firestorm now if he was fired, because he's been wrong so often. But if you think of it, he wanted to keep our country open to China, Europe, and all these places, and I didn't do it.
0: We can't have this. I'm sorry. I know that hurts to hear. Maybe you're already mad. Maybe you're throwing something at the TV. We cannot have this insanity. Uh, I don't know whether that's a pride thing. You just can't admit he was wrong. But take Trump out of it. Let me just speak to every single person on the right. Let me speak to all my fellow anti-communists out there. If we're going to conduct ourselves in a way that won't make the left mad, well, we might as well just hand them the keys now because we've already lost. In fact... You should conduct yourself every single day in a way that does make the communists mad. The left better be freaking out over the things you say and do. If they're not, if they not freaking out, you're useless. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. We have my good friend Mark coming up next, but first... insurance. I know. Look, look, look. I know. It sucks. It sucks shopping for insurance. It's my least favorite thing in the world. If it sounds like I'm getting mad, it's because, you know, I've bounced around. I've done so many different jobs and had such a different background that I've had to do this a lot and shopping for my own. If you're going through that right now, allow me to make your life a little bit easier. Something I discovered, One Share Health. One Share Health is a faith-based group. Their rates are outstanding. The options you have are virtually endless. Vision, dental, 24-7 telehealth is already included. And right now when you go to my.onesharehealth.com slash kelly and use the promo code Kelly, you get 75 bucks off. 75 bucks off your enrollment fee, plus they're giving 5% every month to vets with PTSD. It's not as bad shopping for insurance as you think. Make one, one step for me. Go to my.onesharehealth.com slash Kelly, promo code Jesse Kelly. We'll be right back with Mark. You remember when I went off about Kroger, how they announced they're no longer providing paid emergency leave for unvaccinated employees as some kind of gross corporate effort to force people into taking something they don't want to take? And you know how I talk about guts and people who take risks and how we need to follow these people? We have leaders out there. Well, I'm pretty thrilled to have on my friend Mark Loebliner now. He is the creator of the Outright Bar, and he was in the middle of negotiations with Kroger. Let's remember Kroger is a gigantic grocery company, and their subsidiaries are huge too. I mean, it's a gigantic company. He was in the middle of negotiations for them to distribute his bar, his outstanding Outright Bar. And he cut them off, wrote them that email, you're looking right there, and said, nope, I don't do business that way. And so I decided we had to have him on. Joining me now is my friend, professional bodybuilder, as you shall see, and creator (laughs) of the outright bar, Mark Loebliner. Mark, it's real easy for me to sit up here every single day and rail on communists. I get paid (laughs) to do that. My company lets me say whatever I want. I'm not costing myself by doing it. You did something that actually took guts. Why?
2: well, you know, Jesse, I am a first-generation American, and I value the rights and freedoms we have in America. And I also have common sense, and I'm looking at the adverse events from this vaccine. And while I think it's awesome that we rushed a vaccine, we had Operation Warp Speed, that's amazing. To force people to take something that we will not know what it actually does for 75 years per the FDA, putting people out of their job, I'm not just doing this for myself, I'm doing this for my country. I'm doing this for Kroger employees who have no voice. I can do this. Now, if other suppliers grew a pair, grew just not even a big pair, I'm talking a little pair, just a little microscopic pair and said, no, we're not going to stand up to this tyranny. We're not going to stand up to this injustice. Then this all would end. But unfortunately, people are greedy and they're scared. And I'm not greedy, and I'm damn sure not scared, and I'm not going to sit back and let these, these just cowardly, cowardly corporations miss, just completely abuse their employees and risk their health for something that, honestly, for most of us under 65, is less deadly than the seasonal flu. Mark,
0: setting greed aside, because that's obviously always going to be with us, it always has, let's talk about scared. That's one of the things that has hit me so much, especially over the last two years. The level of fear out there, not just in corporate America, but in America in general, fear of COVID, fear of that fear. We need people with guts such as yourself to step up, and there just simply has not been enough of them. Why? What happened to us?
2: Well, I mean, people are sheep, and the media does a great job of scaring individuals. They do a great job of gaslighting individuals. They do a great job of making people think that putting a piece of cloth over your face will prevent a microscopic virus from crossing through. They do a great job of getting people fearful of sending their kids to school when kids are not at risk. This is a psyop by the media and by the White House for power, for control, and for money. Now, COVID is real. COVID is a big deal. It really is. But how we're handling it, if this was about health and fitness, if this was about keeping people healthy, we would be promoting exercise. We'd be encouraging people to go to the gym. We'd be encouraging people to become less fat. This is a pandemic that is mainly affecting the elderly. People can't control getting old, okay? But what they can't control is being fat. And we are literally telling people to sit in their house To not exercise and we're delivering beer and fast food and junk food to people's houses this is not about health this is about control this is about making you weaker this is about making you more prone to be able to say oh okay big government will take care of me they're sending me a two thousand dollar check well guess what what happens when that money runs out and the shots aren't free we're paying for them and look who's making all the money The big, wealthy individuals. Nancy Pelosi. Oh, it's okay to trade Pfizer stock. Oh, and then you're going to force Americans to take it or they're out of a job? These people are evil. These people are communists. They are. Mark,
0: people don't look like you people don't work out like you and that's understandable that's that, obviously you uh, you are a little bit better at that than other people but there are people out there watching right now christmas times right around the corner you got a house full of food i don't think we're going to tell anybody not to enjoy some food how do you stay fit if you're locked down or maybe you got family coming over and you're gonna have a house full of food and people for the next two weeks what do you tell people to do
2: you know what it's about staying active for the obese it's simply about making better food choices i think all of us would understand that it's better to eat a apple versus a Twinkie. I mean, it's common sense food choices, so eat less crap is one thing. And exercise. Now, I'm not saying go to the gym and deadlift 800 pounds. I'm saying go for a walk after dinner. You know, eat less food. It's all about caloric intake. We are so gluttonous in the society, but we're waiting for an injection, for a pill, for some kind of a magic cure. But it's as simple as just being more active and eating less crap. That is step one. And again, there are so many things we've done with um, viral defense supplements and things like that that can actually enhance your immune system. But the bottom line is we're not gonna get better until we get leaner. This pandemic is affecting fat people more than anybody. And we are making people fatter by telling them to stay inside. So during the holidays, you know what? Instead of sitting back watching a football game, maybe go for a family walk. You know, I'm not saying don't enjoy, I'm damn sure gonna enjoy some holiday food but you have to balance it out and you have to make sure that you stay active. And that's what it's all about. Have fun with your family. Have fun for the holidays. Enjoy your cultural dishes that you like. Whether you're Italian, I know you love Italians and you're eating your lasagna. Or whether you're Polish, you're eating your pierogies or you're eating turkey. At the end of the day, enjoy it, but be sure to be active and cut your portions down.
0: His name is Mark Loebliner. And Mark, before I let you go, Mark did not ask me to do this, by the way, but I think everybody watching right now appreciates someone who costs themselves a fortune by standing for something. Don't you think you could use some of these Outright bars in your home? Mark, where can people go and buy these Outright bars if they want to support you?
2: Man, that means a lot. So Outright bars are available at tigerfitness.com. That is also my company, it's available at Vitamin Shop Nationwide. Um, great stores regionally like Natural Body in New York. You have Everybody Nutrition in Huntington Beach. We have some great retailers, but tigerfitness.com is the easiest place to get it. We offer next day shipping to most of the country, free shipping over $99. How
0: about that? Put your money where your morals are, people. What do we say? Mark, thank you so much, my brother. Keep up the fight. Thank you, sir. Good man right there. Seriously. If you're in the market for those, I'm not not telling you anything. If you're in the market for those, they are actually outstanding. That's who you support. Not the same corporate wheat crap. That's the kind of person you support, huh? All right. We got Bobby Barak joining us next. Going to talk about the sports leagues a little bit and COVID and what's happening there. But first, are you in debt? If you're in debt, you need to not give up. Not give up. And I I say that because when you get buried in debt, it's so tempting to do that. It's so tempting when you're looking and just the numbers aren't, the the money's not there and it's not around the corner either. Maybe you're not even, maybe you're out of work. It's it's easy to just say, I'm done. I'm done. I'll be in debt forever. Let me just torpedo my credit. It's over. Don't do that. Make one phone call for me before you do that. Call Total Financial Freedom. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They've been doing it for 15 years. Some cases, they cut people's payments in half. It's not inevitable that you're in debt forever. It's not. Make one phone call, 877-332-8291. Make sure you tell them Jesse Kelly told you to call. They will take care of you. We'll be back with Bobby next. joining me now politics and sports writer from outkick.com bobby barack bobby first and foremost i don't watch pro sports anymore everyone knows that everyone knows the reasons but i've always been a huge sports fan i am aware enough though that the headlines don't sound good with covid and unvaccinated and games canceling what's going on with things like the nfl and nba give get us up to date here
1: Yeah, Jesse, coming into the season, the NFL really fell for what I think really was a lie by both Democrats and the media that if you get vaccinated from COVID, you're not going to get COVID. We all know that is not the case. So here's some numbers for you. The NFL, 95% of their players are fully vaccinated, yet they just had a record number of players test for coronavirus last week way more than last year when the vaccine wasn't available to any players so the nfl came in the season thinking, okay if enough players get vaccinated they got 95 percent which really as much as you can expect more than you can expect they'll be okay that's not the case you have players that are fully vaccinated testing positive almost every single day we just saw moments ago the chargers added about four or five more players and get this jesse the the Cleveland Browns coach even got his booster shot, and he tested positive. Now he can't coach for his team. So the NFL really fell, got duped by the fact that they thought if enough players got vaccinated, they were going to be out of the woods like the rest of America that is vaccinated. They're not even close. They're still stuck there trying to figure out, hey, can we even play games? They had to postpone three games this past weekend because so many vaccinated players and staff members tested positive
0: for COVID. All right, Bobby, let, let me ask a, a, a yeah. dumb question, I guess, but uh, it's one that needs to be asked. The NFL got duped. Okay, yeah. well, vaccinated people have always been able to get coronavirus i'm an idiot and i know that and i also know the nfl is a gigantic powerful wealthy league with a bunch of harvard and stanford fancy guys with a bunch of fancy degrees on the wall how did they not know that and i'm asking this basically for all of america how do people keep getting fooled about vaccinated people and their ability to get coronavirus
1: yeah, and that's that's the whole thing, is that just the guys like you and I that didn't go to these Ivy League schools who don't sit up in suits and man or fancy suites in Manhattan, we knew right away that really the vaccine is more of a therapeutic than it is a vaccine. What I mean by that is the vaccine is said to better protect people that are not vaccinated from severe symptoms and hospitalization. A vaccine is supposed to protect you from getting a virus or getting a sickness this COVID vaccine does not do that and so really the, I don't even like the term vaccine and I think moreover to the point of why this is so damaging to the league is that most of these players are asymptomatic so I keep asking the question and no one's given me a good answer why won't the NFL let asymptomatic players play as players have said on the record all throughout last week they have flu symptoms all the time and if they're mild enough or they don't hold the player down, they still participate in that game. So the fact that the NFL has, through 15 weeks, not allowed asymptomatic players to play and keep testing them weekly, to me that was just another boneheaded decision by the NFL. Now, they just announced going forward that they're only gonna test unvaccinated players and and that asymptomatic vaccinated players won't have to test unless they show symptoms. This has been going on for 15, 16 weeks. So it all goes back to beginning. The NFL was stupid. I don't think they had a proper understanding of this vaccine or this virus at all.
0: Bobby – How are the athletes responding here? I've always thought it was odd. I mean, it's not that I'm looking for athletes to be thought leaders out here or anything like that, but I always thought it was odd how accepting they were of all this nonsense when, I mean, NFL players, NBA players, they're young, fit. These are not people demographically who are in any significant danger from coronavirus effects at all. Are they still just accepting all this? Are they mad? Yeah, I mean, most are just accepting it, but you had Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield
1: who had to miss the game in week 15, who is vaccinated, who was asymptomatic, that said, hey, I felt fine. I didn't even know I had it. I still don't know I have it other than the NFL testing me weekly and telling me, okay, hey, you tested positive this week. So I think a lot of players are mad about it. But the thing is, Jesse, they were warned so viciously during that Aaron Rodgers saga that if they speak out, and they go against a grain on what athletes are supposed to say and think about the vaccine, they will get torched by the media. Like, I don't think people realize what's going on here. Aaron Rodgers is so clearly this year's league MVP. However, analysts and writers have essentially admitted, well, we're not going to vote for him because he's not vaccinated and he lied to us, he misled us, and he you know, cited what they say, right-wing talking points about the vaccine. So I think players furious that they only play 17 games a year and they have to sit out games because they tested for a virus that they don't even know they had. They don't even feel they have, but they're afraid to admit it because the backlash for that lasts much longer than the one game they have to sit out. And I find that pretty unfortunate that so many of these athletes are just sheep to the mainstream press because they're afraid of these guys. Aaron Rodgers is like the one athlete in all the professional sports that is willing to speak his mind and, dare I say, just cite facts. If you listen to what Aaron Rodgers said, he seems more in the know about coronavirus and the vaccine than the guys we just got done talking about. That's the executives that make up the NFL right now.
0: Amazing how often that happens. Bobby, you did a piece on OutKick reporting on the top 20 highest-rated cable news programs. MSNBC, CNN, you dug into it, I didn't. What did you find? So, out of the top 20 cable news
1: shows of 2021, CNN came in at a grand total of zero. They didn't have a single show that made the top 20. That's pretty stunning, given that CNN's the oldest cable news network, the most promoted cable news network, according to the New York Times, the most prestigious cable news network. They didn't have a single show make the top 20. Their top rated show ranked 25th overall, and that was Cuomo primetime and as the viewers know Cuomo's no longer there and now those ratings are down so as far as total viewership CNN they're non-competitive with both Fox News and MSNBC and what I find so amusing of it you see these CNN anchors all the time on Twitter saying wait Fox News, The Daily Wire, Jesse Kelly, Buck Sexton why are these guys not covering what we're covering Think about that question. They're pretty much saying, why aren't you guys covering what we're covering, which clearly isn't working? That's how out of touch these guys are. I think it shows you that as CNN has pivoted so far to the left, they've really lost an identity that resonates with their core viewers. Uh, I think CNN's in some trouble because things aren't going to get better, Jesse. You might say, well, yeah, they're going to get some spike in 2022. Yeah. But so will Fox News and MSNBC leading to the midterms. I don't see any way CNN cracks the top 20 next year. And without their top rating getter, Chris Cuomo, there's a chance they miss out in the top 30.
0: Oof. Bobby Barack, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Just anytime. Coming up next, apparently we all we all owe Joe Manchin a Christmas card this year. He virtually killed Build Back Better. The response to that is... Something but first. Have you watched my George Soros special? Our George Soros special. It was a team effort out there. We had great guests on, great production on it. You have to go to the slash support to watch it, though. The slash support. You have to go there and sign up. We did a special last week on Soros. Apparently, it's making all the right people very, very angry. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs>
1: What am I doing
2: here?
1: I can't vote for it. And I cannot vote to continue with this piece of legislation. I just can't. I've tried everything humanly possible. I can't get there.
2: You're done. This is, this is a no. This is a no. What you
0: just saw right there, and you could almost see it when Manchin started just doing the head nod thing, instead of actually saying the words... What you saw there was Joe Manchin, the Democrat senator from West Virginia, torpedoing the legislative goal of the Biden administration. And it'll be maybe the only one, maybe the only chance they had. I mean, if the midterms go the way it looks like they're going to go, it looks like Joe Biden's going to round this presidency out with nothing. (laughs) <laughs> How glorious is that? And look, let's, let's be honest about what happened here. I, I don't know Joe Manchin personally. Maybe he's a saint. I don't know. It's not complicated what happened. Joe Manchin's a Democrat, got elected in West Virginia. West Virginia was a blue state. But, and keep in mind, I used to spend a lot of time in West Virginia. I was born kind of right down on that Ohio border down there. So I was, we used to go down there a lot. A beautiful country, really cool people. And, but it's a blue state. or always was a blue state. But it's a coal state and Barack Obama gets elected and promptly just goes into an all-out assault on coal. And West Virginia is red now, and they don't want Build Back Better. So maybe Joe Manchin is a saint, maybe he's not, but let it be known, voters in this country still have some power. Joe Manchin knew he didn't have the power to vote for Build Back Better, or he was gonna be in serious, serious trouble. And look, Joe Biden's in serious trouble. I mean, after all, this is Kamal Harris, and this is, this is the backup plan to Joe Biden. Who's the superhero that's gonna speak against Joe Manchin? I'm no. I'm I wanna know
1: who's the real president of this country. Is it, Bi- is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? I'm sorry, I just want to interrupt, I interrupt I don't think the Vice President can hear you. It's Simone. I'm so sorry, Charlie. We to wrap. She, she can hear me. <laughs> can you hear me now? Can you hear me, Madam okay, Vice President? so I'm sorry, you got a wrap. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm sorry happened. to interrupt. They're acting like they can't hear me.
0: <laughs> I can hear you. Oh,
1: so who's, the I real, can hear you. so who's the real president of this country? Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden, Madam Vice President? Come on,
0: Charlemagne. I really, Come on, I, it's Joe Biden.
1: I can't tell sometimes. No, 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 sometimes.
0: no, 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 It's Joe Biden, and don't start talking like a Republican about asking whether or not he's president.
1: Do you think Joe Manchin is a problem?
0: And it's Joe Joe Biden, and I'm vice president, and my name is Kamala Harris. (laughs) She's about as warm as a sea urchin. (laughs) Listen to me. All right. We have to have a little chat next about the stakes of the game and how we have to be going forward. Hang on. You may have heard i was on tucker carlson's show on fox news on friday tucker carlson's a personal friend of mine and he reached out and said hey i want you to come on talk about this insanity of the military remember you saw me go off about this last week the guy wants to be vice chair of the joint chiefs he's going to have gender advisors make sure women are more comfortable i mean it's just it's madness what we're doing out there right now and i went on tucker's show and it got a little spicy do you think the key to remaining competitive with the Chinese military is more gender advisors? Oh, there's no question, Tucker. I mean, China right now and Russia, they're both testing hypersonic miss- missiles that can turn New York City to ash. Uh, Russia is actually developing and has developed satellites that can push our satellites out of orbit and completely cripple our military. Our military, though, they're focused on the important things we want to focus on, climate change. And we definitely have to make sure there are enough tampons in the restrooms at the Pentagon. That's kind of what they're saying. I mean, I I don't know. There's a psychological term for this, and it escapes my memory at the moment, but where there's a massive real threat that you can't deal with, so you scurry off and deal with imaginary threats to make yourself feel in control. That kind of feels like what we're watching. Well, what we're watching is the destruction of the U.S. military, and what we're going to end up seeing, Tucker, is thousands, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of Americans die. That's Those are the stakes right. of the game we're playing here. We don't need a military that's woman-friendly. We don't need a military that's gay-friendly, with all due respect to the Air Force. We need a military that's flat-out hostile. We need a military full of type A men who want to sit on a throne of Chinese skulls. But we don't We don't have that now. We, we can't even get women off of naval vessels. That should be step one, but most of them are already pregnant anyway. Obviously ruffled some feathers with that. When I say ruffled some feathers... I mean, every single communist in America has been screaming at me since the second that happened. I mean, you name it, they're going nuts. I've got sitting congressmen coming after me for it. Oh, and did I mention the actual Chinese Communist Party? They have a state, the Globalist Times is what it's called, I believe. They have, it's state-sponsored. It's even got a disclaimer on there. This is the communist state-run media, quote, hate speech towards china show where all other countries are making progress in the 21st century some elites in the mainstream u.s media like fox are regressing i just got called an elite (laughs) by the dirty chai comms how great is that all right set all that stuff aside for a minute we're not actually not talking about me here I've had a bunch of people reach out to me since then. I mean, not just the death threats, but a bunch of people on our side reach out to me since then and say, thank you, thank you so much, thank you. thanks for what you said. Don't thank me. All it's going to take going forward now, if we want to take on the communists and defeat them, all we need is guts. You too. You, me, all of us. It doesn't take some massive brain power. It doesn't take some special talent. The communist in America has for decades built up walls, word walls, we can call them. These are the things you're allowed to talk about. These are the things you're not allowed to say. Don't say this. Don't say that. Oh, you can't criticize women on naval vessels. Oh, don't, don't criticize the ultra-gay military efforts that are going on out there, rainbow flags and all this insanity. Oh, don't say that or all get offended. We will never defeat the American communists if you stay within those walls. If you don't go through them, over them, whatever you have to do and speak about the things they say you're not allowed to speak about, we will lose. But all it will take is every silent shamed scared american to step up and be bold and say the things they know to be true and we can win they're banking on your shame and your silence i don't want to get yelled at why enjoy it wade into it enjoy every single minute of it people have actually reached out to me a couple family and friends are you doing okay they're so mad at you the best weekend of my life i spent the whole weekend looking at every single response going "Ah, (laughs) look how mad the communists are learn to love it don't learn to endure it learn to love it wade into communist misery and give them more all right i'll see you tomorrow